You're listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. Hello, Radio Land. It is that time of the week again. It is time for Cockadoodle News. As always, if you're ever listening and you have a question or comment, a joke, you just like to chat, feel free to give the station a call. Our number is 803-576-WUSC, 803-576-9872. If you can't reach us on the phones, feel free to reach us on the web. You can find us on both Facebook and and Twitter, if you search WUSC News, if you need to get a hold of the station, the number's the same, but the handles are different. You can find the station on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching WUSC. Nope. Yes. WUSC FM. Sorry. I'd, you think the amount of times I say that, I get it right once. Um, we're going to take a little detour from our typical Monday programming um, to address um, th- what happened over the weekend to talk about um, the death of, of Samantha a little bit, as well as uh, talk about what we can do um, to to prevent this in, in the future and how we can, can handle this as a community, as individuals, as Gamecocks, as Carolinians moving forward. Um, so I have with us two special guests. I promised you that I would have guests. Um, wish they were under better, better circumstances. Uh, would you want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Um, good evening. My name is April Scott. I work um, student health services my, as the associate director of mental health initiatives. And I'm Eric Grabsky. I'm a captain with the University Police Department, and I do a, many things. But one of those is I'm a community liaison, and I'm also the public information officer for the university's police department. So um, I'm sure everyone has has heard at this point. Um, Samantha was a senior at USC. She was getting ready to graduate, and she went missing in Five Points on Friday um, and was later found early Sunday morning. Um, The man who they believe uh, killed her has been caught um, and is now awaiting trial, um, from my understanding of the legal process and events. So, obviously, this has weighed very heavy on on the Carolina community, on students. Um, I I have not been to Five Points this weekend. Um, since this happened, I've I've seen the pictures. Uh, if you go online, they're all over the place of flowers and, and vigils that were were made in her honor. There have been events all over campus, um, and it's really it's been different on campus. There's been a different feel. And then I've heard reports from friends who, who have gone down to five points that it's, it doesn't feel, um, it doesn't feel the same. There's something, something missing. And uh, to some extent, I know we don't want to get that back. Um, we definitely don't want to forget um, this woman's life and all she had to offer. I know she was, she was getting ready to graduate. She had just been accepted and was getting ready to attend law school and had her whole life in front of her, as, as all of us do. Um, but at the same time, there is the aspect of where do we go from here? Uh, April, do you want to talk about that a little bit, about how, mm-hmm. what do we do now? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important for people, students, faculty, staff, um, whomever is feeling themselves affected, to give themselves to acknowledge the loss 
of what has happened. Um, and I think that's first and foremost, because we all have experienced a loss, whether you knew Samantha or not. Um, I think we can recognize this as a tragedy that it that it is um, and understand that there are going to be certain emotions that we're going to experience as a result of that and to just acknowledge those emotions as being real and valid um, and not forcing yourself to push through and say, well, I don't want to feel like this or I shouldn't be. There is no should. It's, it's just feel whatever that is. And that has to be done at your own pace. So I can't say that there's an amount of time that should elapse before a person can go to five points and feel better. For someone that may be Saturday, for someone that may be a year from, from now, it's going to vary from person to person. So I think it's important to acknowledge the loss um, and to do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. So that may mean talking to someone about it, not isolating um, spending time with friends. This is a time I think it's important to lean on that support system to try not to isolate. For some of us, that's kind of our first go-to mm-hmm. thing is when we're in a bad space, we kind of want to be alone. But I think this is the time to reach out to friends and family members and just say, you know, I'm having a rough time this week. Can can we talk? It's, a, it's okay if you, you guys check on me a little bit more. Um, but taking care of care of yourself, I think, should be the, the priority this week and being and keep on, an eye on the lookout for each other so not just taking care of yourself but um taking care of others in the carolina community if you see a friend who's struggling being able to reach out to them asking if they are okay and then getting them connected with people if they need to if you if you do see someone struggling and you know what i guess um what should we kind of be looking out for because mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people have a tendency to mask Right. Mask the hurt, especially in this time. And I feel like especially people who maybe didn't know her mm-hmm. and who feel maybe guilty for for feeling sad. Yeah. Um, because they didn't have that special connection. Um, so they feel like they shouldn't. This is a time for her family and her friends. Not, right. Not for them. Right. Um, well, no one has a monopoly on grief. Mm-hmm. Um, there are definitely people who are closer to the to the loved one who's going to feel different things. But. Anytime there's a tragedy, we all because we're all connected just by the human experience in general, whether we knew her or not, we've been that place. You know, I think in a situ in those situations, we all can find something relatable, even if it's just a memory of this person, a young woman who was about to start a new adventure in life. So I think starting with that and not feeling guilty about, again, being able to acknowledge whatever Mm -hmm. that feeling is. But as far as what to look out for. Um, significant changes in behavior, especially if those behaviors are starting to impair the person so they're not able to go to class or to work. Um, they're um, maybe starting to self-medicate with drugs or alcohol. Um, they're feeling like they can't get a, a handle on their emotions. Their emotions are, are becoming more and more severe and more distressing. Um, even changes, changes in their appearance that are concerning so they're not taking care of themselves anymore if they're starting to talk about death and dying that's something to keep to keep an eye out for as well so when those things start happening it's, it's that's a good time to check in with that person and asking them if they're okay and if necessary getting them connected to the right people definitely um so i know personally within myself um i've never i've never felt unsafe on campus but I, at the same time, have never felt super easy um, walking around at night um, by myself, um, more so off campus. Um, so what would you say to people um, 
who kind of feel that fear now of I know a lot of people do go out in groups but I mean she was with a group so that feel that fear you obviously shouldn't be afraid of a place um how would you how would you suggest mm-hmm. working through that um I think that's that's to be expected anytime after a trauma um you're going to have heightened emotions you're going to be hyper vigilant so meaning you're going to be very a lot more aware of your surroundings same thing as if you know you found out about a car accident or experienced a car accident you're going to be that much more aware when you're driving you're going to be startled a lot more easier so i think that's a that's an experience to be expected where the person may be a little bit more fearful um now if it becomes where they can't go places where they find themselves not being able to do things that they need to do or they once enjoyed that's when i would say that it becomes a cause of concern Mm -hmm. but i think that's a completely realistic um reaction to have is to be a little bit more um hyper vigilant Um, and as far as the safety piece i'll I'll let eric speak to that Mm -hmm. but that fear i don't think that's a bad thing until it becomes where it's getting in the way of you doing things so definitely so eric how do you feel about I mean, students being afraid to go down to Five Points is obviously it doesn't have the reputation for being like the most wholesome place on the weekends, mm-hmm. um, which is is fine. It, it is what it is. Um, but how, how would you handle that w- given light of what has happened? Yeah. So, you know, as a- April and I were talking even before the show tonight that everybody's kind of at a different place when this happens. Right. Mm-hmm. But yet it all affects us. It all affects us. So we're together, but we're a little separate because of where we're at when it happened. So you may have been more like yourself where you're a little bit more cautious even before this unspeakable tragedy. Um, Or you may be a student who just really never even imagined anything could happen. So really what we all need to do is take this opportunity to remind ourselves of of how to be safe and and what to do to to keep ourselves safe. And, you know, one of those is to, is to be, like April mentioned, is to be aware of, of your surroundings, to be aware of where you're going. So if, you're going, if you are planning to go to Five Points, and I appreciate you mentioning that it isn't the most, what was the word you used? It's not the most wholesome, wholesome. place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've had, we, we've had situations, we've had very unsafe situations. We've, you know, Martha Childress was shot in Five Points. We've had armed robberies in Five Points. We, bad things have happened in Five Points before the situation. But I think that what this opportunity, and I say opportunity because I know that uh, Samantha's parents want this to be a time uh, for us to move forward and to help one another, um, to, to use some good sense and caution and to be aware of what we're doing. You know, have a plan when you're going to Five Points, ha- or anywhere for that matter. Um, don't do it alone. Uh, if you're with a group, make sure you stay with the group. Uh, if um, if you end up leaving, tell that group that you're leaving or have someone go with you and develop a plan. Um, so, you know, being aware of your surroundings is so important because so often we just are lulled into kind of the same old thing that we do every time. And we go to five points, you know, this weekend and the next weekend and this year and then that year and nothing happens and, mm-hmm. you know, we're kind of lulled into not being aware of uh, those things that might give us the, our, our intuition or that hair on the back of our neck to stand up, mm-hmm. right? So being aware of your surroundings, being be looking for unsafe situations or, or suspicious people or suspicious situations or uh, that type of thing. 
um, and then taking appropriate action when you see those those situations. Well, we're going to take a quick station break, but make sure that you stay tuned. We are almost out of time, but um, not completely. So make sure you keep it locked on WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. We will uh, be right back with this conversation in just a quick moment. Madam President, we have a situation. It's me, the President. The aliens have invaded, and they're threatening to destroy the entire world. Unless they find a free college radio listening app for their mobile devices and smartphones. Sounds like a problem. Madam President, what do you propose? Hmm. Call in pipes. <gasps> Oh, we found it! We found it! General Pipes, what have you found? It's called, it's called the Radio Effects app! Radio Effects? What does it do, Pipes? It allows you to listen to WUSC or any college radio live! My god, does it have any other features? It does! You can chat live with DJs or check out cool events that we have coming up! My god in heaven, we're saved! The aliens! They're retreating! They're leaving because they downloaded the Radio Effects mobile app! We're saved! God bless America. I have nothing but respect for you, my president. God bless America, and God bless WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. Welcome back. You are still listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM and HD One Columbia. Um, so I kind of like to to shift shift the conversation a, a little bit um, and and talk about planning for when you go out. You obviously, as we talked about right before the break, you need a plan. Um, develop a plan with your friends for like what are you going to do. Um, if you get separated, mm -hmm. um, or or what 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 you're gonna do if you decide to leave, um, so what what should we be thinking about um, if something were to g to happen? What what should we be be planning? Not necessarily to this extent, but just mm -hmm. you know if we see someone that we kind of raise an eyebrow at. Yeah, well, look, if I if I may, mm -hmm. let me let me just talk a bit about doing those preventative things to begin with. Yes. And, you know, definitely so many of us use Uber or Lyft, right? So in Five Points, we also have that shuttle that runs Thursday through Saturday that students um, have available to them, but not all of them use it. Right. So many people use uh, Uber as a ride. So there's some great things that you can do ahead of time one is you know if you're going to call an uber call in wait inside for the uber you've got that app going um when the uber is approaching you'll be able to tell and then when you go out you know make sure that you verify the license plate right the vehicle make the color and uh the driver you know and ask that driver who am i what's my name um the president sent out an um a great message about this that I think all the students uh, got but it, it really really is important for us to to take those things in consideration and if none of that matches if that none of that makes sense kind of like we talked about before the break 
then just get out, remove yourself from that situation. Go back mm -hmm. in the building. Go with go with your group of people because you're much safer in that environment. If you're in an unsafe situation, you find yourself in an unsafe situation, whether that be you're uh, in a vehicle you don't think you should be in or you're uh, in, in with a person you don't think you should be in or you're just alone and you don't feel safe and there's really nothing there but you just don't feel safe, uh, it's really important to contact the authorities right away. So we've got this free safety app on campus, the Rave Guardian app. And it's really a good idea to have that app up and running and ready at your disposal whenever you need it. And when you're out, that's really an important time for that yes. to happen. So if that app is up and running on your phone and something happens, you have the ability, just like pushing a call box on campus, to push it. And it's an immediate, real-time connection with the police department or your whoever your trusted guardians are, right? Your parents, your friends, roommates, whomever, brother, sister, whatever. So at least that will get the message out that something's going on, and because of that app, we'll be able to um, help find you and locate where you're at if you're not able to text or even speak, that type of thing. I think it's also important to note here that you need to s download and set up the app prior to going out. Right. Um, don't think that you can automatically work it right. when when you feel unsafe, uh, which goes back to preparing, right. taking taking steps yeah and you know I, I, I get it. It, it I'll tell you the other thing is we've been in conversation with students because what we find is sometimes um, whether it's a student or not a student if something happens that seems unsafe there's a reluctancy to push that button on mm -hmm. the call box or there's a reluctancy to call the police dialing 911 or there's a reluctancy to use your that safety app and it's because of a couple of things. One is people sometimes just don't want to get involved. I don't want to be involved in the situation. Or number two, they think somebody else is doing it, right? We learned that in groupthink and mm -hmm. in our psychology classes. Uh, but the thing is, is probably somebody, don't assume somebody else is doing it. And number two, it's much better for you to get involved and it be nothing than for you to not get involved in either your safety or someone else's safety is in jeopardy. And the third thing I would add is that there is a way to do it anonymously, even on the safety app. You can you can send that text anonymously. Um, so we're not gonna we're not gonna ho know who you are, but our dispatchers can have a real time conversation with you um, as to what's going on and have the appropriate resources respond to whatever is needed. What advice would you give if someone's phone is dead yeah. or they don't have access to, to that app or they aren't on campus for, for to press a button for any reason? Yeah, so, you know, it, it depends on the circumstance. Of course. If you're able to get away and go into a building or, or with a group of people, then that's the number one thing that you should do is just run, you know, get away. And do it loudly. Do it drawing as much attention as you can to yourself. Um, if you're not able to do that um, and try to barricade yourself or hide as best you can, but if you're not able to do that, then you're in a situation where you're going to want to make as much noise and scream. And uh, if you take one of our self-defense classes on, on campus, which are free, it helps you mm -hmm. to understand a little bit better what that situation is. And I might add that those are free classes that are open to both men and women. So that's something that uh, is available to all of our students. And that will help you give get a real-time understanding of, of what you would do maybe in a situation like that and if if you do find yourself in a situation whether it was something or not what advice would you give people um, as far as as their 
mental state afterwards because that can even if it's nothing that can shake you up a lot absolutely so we have victim advocates here on campus um our savip office um that who are available 24 7 um and you can reach them directly through um calling um, or even through the police department, you can just call and request an advocate. You don't have to give any information, and they will direct you. Di they will direct you to them. Um, those advocates are also available for secondary survivors. So when I say secondary survivors, that means so in this situation, so a roommate mm -hmm. or friend of a person who was lost, if they are finding themselves in need of services, um, and that victim advocate can assist with um, going to doctor's appointments, court hearings, academic assistance. Um, so that's a wonderful resource, and that's with our SAVIP um, department, and they can be reached at 777-8248. Um, also, we have walk-in appointments with our counseling center, um, and we have a crisis response team that can assist with all those situations as well, so they can come out to the community if um, a community would like someone to come talk to their group um, if they have been affected, because we know tragedy doesn't strike only one person, there's right. a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. um, so again, there are resources both on campus as well as in the um, outside in the community that can assist a person who has survived um, any type of tragic situation. We are almost out of time, but right before we go, um, just want to ask you also, because I know I feel like I don't want to talk to people. Mm -hmm. um, so what would you tell people who've gone through this, but they just, they have that reluctance to go seek help? Mm -hmm. um, do it at your own pace. You have to be ready um, and try it out, especially if you find if what you're currently doing isn't working. That's usually a sign that you should try something else. So if not talking about it is working fine, then OK, Let's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But if you're not talking about it and you find yourself struggling even more, that's a sign that what you're doing currently isn't working. Um, so you can do a screening online if you're not comfortable going in person. You can make an appointment online through My Health Space. We have online resources through our therapist assisted online. Um, so there are a number of avenues of different ways to talk. If the person lives on campus, they can talk to their RA. We have there's grief support groups in the community. Um, we have certified religious workers that people can talk to. So there are so many different people on campus that students can talk to if they're not comfortable yet approaching therapy. Um, and even there are so many different avenues that they can reach therapy. But I think I would say to give it a try. And if it doesn't work, then they can say, well, hey, I, I tried it. But to at least just o open that door first um, and acknowledge that. I, I could benefit from having someone to talk to about this. Well, thank you all so much for, for taking time out of your busy days to, to come and talk with us. Um, unfortunately, we are out of time. Um, we will see you guys back here on Wednesday from 6 to 6.30 or sooner if you check us out on Facebook or Twitter. Remember, you can find us at WUSC News. And if you need to get a hold of the station, you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WUSCFM. If you need to give us a call, that is 803-576-9872. 803-576-WUSC. We will see you all shortly. This has been Cockadoodle News on WUSC. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 to 6.30 p.m.